Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, it is so good to see you for, uh, nobody knows this until we tell them, but third session in a row. Third oh, yeah. episode recorded in a row. Oh, the podcast trifecta. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And no, it's not a series. They're not numbered or anything. It's just we had some time and we had some stuff to share. <laughs> Both so of those statements are true. Both of those yeah. statements are true. And they will very soon not be true. Uh, if uh, if you want to get on our dance card, uh, call us soon. Because <laughs> time, yes. is, time is slipping away and our calendars are filling up. So. Yes, apparently the uh, as the pandemic wanes uh, and uh, clients are getting back to uh, many of the things they used to do, uh, our services are in high demand, which is fantastic because uh, both of us, uh, yeah, during the pandemic, uh, things were a little tight. And little Bobby needs braces. That's right. That's I, right. I don't have a little Bobby and none of my kids need braces, but still. Yeah. Yes, Simon needs faster cross-country shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely true. Hey, hey, do you remember when Sinbad was on the Cosby Show and he was the car salesman and uh, he kept like answering the phone and saying, "Oh, little Billy, Billy's got to have braces. Better pay the man." That was just brilliant. <laughs> and I wanted to have two or three episodes in a row where we make a Cosby Show reference, just oh. just because I can. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His all-time, well, yeah. my all-time favorite, uh, his bit about Noah. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, what's a cubit? <laughs> Never mind that, Noah. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the all-time well, best bits ever. Speaking of, you have a bit, you have a story for us that I thought was pretty funny, and I think we're we're just going to sort of unpack this a little bit, but we've been talking about getting getting to know a person, getting to really know a person on an interview. So you had a, a recent story to share on that. Yeah, it's been interesting. I, I've got so many clients that I'm working with and we've been, you know, of course, everybody is shorthanded. Apparently there's a national worker shortage. And uh, so everybody's got open positions. They're trying to fill the position. So the interview has once again become a thing uh, that they're focused on. Um, and uh, a couple of things. One is uh, one of the things that we we've been uh, coaching our clients around is is begin with the end in mind, right? What are the attributes and characteristics you want of this candidate, and then come up with some questions. And we've been coaching our clients around you know what type of questions. Well, they need to be behavior based questions. The old tell me about a time when. Uh, yeah. questions that force the the interviewee to recount uh, and and share a story that actually happened and what was the situation what did they do and how did it all turn out yep. and, and these are all really good uh, but in talking to some of my clients they said some people were slipping through the interview <laughs> process that uh, Hey, you know, I had one guy and I, I said, uh, you know, the new guy had been there about three weeks. I said, how's the new guy? And manager said, you know, his best day was his interview. <laughs> and yeah, not lived up to expectations. So I'm in the store. We're talking, uh, talking to somebody that we're getting ready for an interview the next day. And so we're, we're brainstorming some interview questions. And I said, what about skills tests? Got some of my clients now doing skills tests. Let's actually have them do 
something or something similar to what it is that they would be doing should they get the job. Right. And it was met with lukewarm reception. Yeah, I could see where a role play or having them, uh, you know, analyze a report or something like that could be useful. But it just really wasn't sinking in. Later that day, um, the same person got a report that a person that they'd hired a month ago uh, couldn't do about 50 to 60 percent of what they said they could do uh, in the interview and on their resume. <laughs> and now they were getting ready to administer to this person who's been working for them for a while some skills tests. Yeah. So, yeah, they were going to have them, okay, go into this software that you said you were fluent in and pull up a report. Right. Uh, go in here and, and and take a look at this and tell me uh, what's the what's the biggest priority based upon the numbers that you're seeing and and so the skills test was was just too late <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was it was I mean, we already they passed the drug screen they've already gotten their first paycheck and now we've discovered that their best day may have been their interview uh, yeah you'll, so, you'll hear uh employees around a new hire talking behind their back saying is he still on a honeymoon with the boss and yeah. uh you know just just the idea that uh you know especially if you're in sales i love you you just need to hear this said with love nobody can be sold like a salesman oh and yeah no sales people will tell you, you yeah if i meet a good salesman they're getting all my money and in this case they're getting all my jobs <laughs> right right and and they're telling you things that you were hoping to hear maybe like maybe you're you're attuned to hear some things that you wanted to hear and you end up with somebody that's not really vetted all the way you haven't seen the real them and you know maybe all the employees around you that are afraid to tell you the truth can see it but you can't see it so we could we could do some things to get around that behavior-based questions like like you talked about and and a skills test and and even with the behavior-based questions, uh, I think they're absolutely fantastic and need to be yeah. a part of your game. But you need to know that you can go on the Google machine yeah. and you can Google great answers to behavior-based interview questions. Right. Oh, look, right. I, I can, I can kind of get some thoughts in mind for the most common ones that I'm going to be asked. And I can probably knock that you know, out of the park uh, and, and tell a pretty convincing story. Um, the skills test takes this to a whole new level. Right. Uh, it's much harder to, 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 you know, to fake something that, that's a behavior that, that we're observing. Um, some of my stores uh, that I work with, they, they uh, took a, a lesson from Zappos. And mm -hmm. uh, one of the things Zappos does is when they're hiring call center managers, they have massive call centers. And the call centers, each person is allowed to and encouraged to completely personalize their workspace. And so there are some quirky, weird, you know, crazy cool stuff going on in the call center cubicles. And so they just take a group, they'll take a group of, you know, prospective, uh, you know, uh, team members, and they'll just take them on a tour of the call center. Mm -hmm. And the tour is the interview. And so if you're engaging, if you're looking around, you're smiling, you're, you're, you're checking stuff out, maybe even asking somebody about, you know, some of the stuff that's going on, uh, that's step one. If you walk through and you're like, well, I'll just get to the interview. Uh, well, you, right. you don't get to the interview. Yeah. It's over. And I had, uh, had some, some clients try that, you know, people come in and, you know, well, what interests you in this job? I've been so passionate about what you do. <laughs> you know, it's, it's been a dream to be a part of what your organization. 
And then they just simply, you know, in the middle of the interview, say, hey, listen, I got to go to the other side of the building and talk to somebody. Would you like to go with me? And they start walking them through and they point out some cool stuff and just watch the reaction. Yeah. This is the guy going, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, get back to the interview so I can keep snowing you. Uh, <laughs> or is it, wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's, you know, I've always wanted to see one of those. I always wondered how that worked, uh, you know. And so is is the passion that they said they have, is it on display when, when they're in the, the work setting? Uh, yeah. So so just a, the neat application of that. Um, I had a, a, a Chick-fil-A owner operator tell me that the first interview was when they hand their application over to whoever, you know, is there. You know, are they groomed? Can they look you in the eye? Are they smiling? You know, there's a you know, Chick-fil-A hires for chemistry as much as for character and competence. And, you know, maybe competence can be addressed in a skill challenge and character. Maybe we need to call your references. Maybe we need to call the references of your references. But man, chemistry is something on the spot that you can identify and, and figure out if they have uh, just by things that aren't the interview, right? Like it's like, we, we want them with their guard down to some degree, right? They're not, they didn't come in thinking about, oh, I need to dress a certain way, or I, I need to make sure I look a certain way. Um, that's something that we, we, we are trying to determine by triangulation almost by, by putting ourselves in situations where they get a chance to do that. So mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of what Zappos and, and Chick-fil-A do. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've always seen that ex example of the, the customer facing employee, and the, the manager is stuck post-it notes all over their monitor that say, smile, don't forget to smile. Yeah. They put the mirror, they actually put a mirror on the poor yep. person's monitor. Like, you know, just, I put the mirror up so then when they look at it, they'd remember to smile. And my first question is always, um, did they smile at the interview? <laughs> right. Well, no, no, but I thought I could, you know, he was really good. I thought I could, you know. So if smiling is one of your top priorities, and it's not there in the interview, they're probably not going to be smiling once you hire them. Uh, <laughs> right. so just, just, you know, just an, uh, an example of if it's not there, it's not there. Uh, right. You know, yeah. what's that saying? Uh, no amount of training can put in what God left out. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly so, right. So the, well, and, and that's a little bit of the challenge here. If I can say that is, you know, we, we talk about traits and skills. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, could, I could give you a test for skills. Some of these traits, it's harder to give you a, a, a test for when you're conscious of it, because you're, you're, you're going to act a certain way if you know that I want you to act a certain way. We want to see you. We want to see the real mm -hmm. you, and that's part of the challenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got one group, and, and uh, they, one of the things they're looking for is, is coachability. Is this person trainable? Do they, are they open to feedback? And, and so they have a skills test, and the skills test consists of a role play, and so the uh, the team member does the role play on playing the part of the customer service rep or whatever. Yeah. And, and then they say, all right, the role play is over. And then they ask the person, the, 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 the candidate, the interview candidate. Uh, so what do you think you did? Well, and now I want to see, I'm testing for situational awareness. Mm -hmm. And then they, you know, they listen and they say, all right, so what would you do if you had to do it over again? What would you do differently? Mm -hmm. And now I'm testing to see, are they forthright enough to tell me the truth, right? Well, I didn't yeah. do so good at, you know, I probably messed that up, right? But the real test is for coachability. That's where the next section begins, which is when the interviewee says, would you mind if I shared uh, what I saw? Mm -hmm. 
and say, oh, yeah, yeah. So here's what I saw you do well. And here's what I saw that you didn't do all that well or that we'd want you to do differently next time. Yep. And that's when they begin telling them some, some, you know, some, some changes, some things that, that didn't go well. And the entire interview for that portion is based upon the interviewee's response to negative feedback. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. they've had people roll their eyes. They've had people kind of, you know, turn away, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and then they have other people that grab a pen and a paper and start writing feverishly. Right. Oh, no, you're right. If I had said that sooner, then yeah. we, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, you know, and, and right. Yeah. And now I know, okay, I got somebody who's coachable, trainable, and, and is excited to learn how to do things better. Now, did, did I tell you how I got hired for the first gig where you and I met? I yeah. guess I. Well, I knew that you interviewed with the same person I did, but I yes. didn't know, I didn't know him, and, him and another gentleman. Yes. Right. And, uh, and it was role-playing a, a, a meeting with a dealership and I bombed it. I, I didn't do very well at all. And uh, our, our buddy, Greg Tansky, another mentor, um, hired me anyway, because he gave me lots of feedback at the end. And he said, we could tell you were listening and you would actually respond to that. So Mm-hmm. This is, and, and I've had a, uh, I've made a lot of money for some organizations that have hired us. You know, I, I, that was a good hire, even though I had no idea what I was doing, um, right. because they, they knew I was listening and, and they found that out after the role play was over after the test, quote unquote. Right. Well, and with all, with anybody who's listening, who's in the hiring position, there's almost nobody that you're going to hire. That's going to come with all the skills that you need. That's right. So you know that I've got to put in there, you know, I've got to coach, I've got to train, I got to teach uh, some of the, new, maybe it's the exact same job, but the nuances where how we do it is different than where you came from. Right. You know, it's always the case. So, so I've got to teach you these things. And if you're not, if you're not one of these people who are accepting of feedback and, and coachable and things like that, it's just not going to work. Yep. Uh, so, so testing for that, for that early. I remember we were in one situation and, and we wanted we wanted to test for customer experience, right? Did they have the natural desire to, to assist people? Mm-hmm. And so we would have the candidate come in, we'd set them down. I would walk up, uh, you know, dressed as a civilian, uh, you know, no business attire, uh, you know, of the business where they were at. And I'd simply walk up to them and go, excuse me, can you tell me where the restroom is? <laughs> The responses were insane. You had people just look up at you and just roll their eyes and go, I don't know. I'm here for an interview. <laughs> you know, just kind of dismiss you. And then you had, we had a, a few people, they'd leapt to their feet. They're like, well, I, you know, I don't work here, um, but I think it's around, I think it's over, mm-hmm. I think it's over here. Right. And so, yep. yeah, it wasn't the sole determining factor of whether or not they got hired, but it gave us some insight into, yeah, is their first instinct to dismiss somebody or is their first instinct to uh, assist? I love that. Yeah, love yeah that. it was it was so telling, so telling. There, there probably is a book out there of each chapter being a story like that where, you know, the whole thing's been undercover and we're just looking to see you react <laughs> with a potential customer that you might be calling on in the near future. I love well, it. That's good. Uh, when, well, when they built the Toyota plant and they were hiring production, line production manufacturing jobs, yeah, they wanted people with a teamwork orientation. Mm-hmm. They wanted team players, people who could work well with each other. 
And so part of the, the interview was they would put you in a room and there were puzzles and they would say, all right, uh, you guys need to, to put all these puzzles together. Mm. And then they just simply watch, all right, who, who gathered up with a group, who joined into a group to work the puzzles and who sat down by themselves to try to solve the problem, the puzzle by themselves. Mm. Yeah, just a lovely little, little skills test, trait test to see what's your, your first instinct. Is it to work with a team or yeah. is it to strike out on your own? I love that. I love that. It's yeah. it, it's reminding me of that. Uh, Google did a billboard, and I can't remember what was on the billboard, but it was a very hard problem of some kind. It was like a something you had to decode before you could even you know solve the problem. And it, I think it, honestly, I think it made no sense unless you could decode it. And they were looking to find those five or six smarties who saw you know, I want, I want to know what that means. What is that? And then they figured out the math problem and so on and so forth. And the whole thing was, you know, like, if you've solved this, you can work for Google. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it, we're, we're looking for people that are like, we, we want to know what they're really like. And so oh, we're yeah. looking for those people. Yeah. 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 I had one business and, and you came to the first interview, you passed that interview, they would give you homework. Yeah. You know, go research this, come back and, and we'll ask you to do it. You know, in your second interview, we'll, at, we'll be asking you to do a, slight, a short presentation on what you've researched, the topic that we gave you. Love it. And they said it was fantastic. They said yeah. a whole lot of people never came back. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much work. Yeah. You want me to work? Uh, yeah. I, no, 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 no. Yeah. This, I don't think we're a good fit. Uh, you're you have expectations uh, yeah i don't work well under expectations so i'll just you know ghost you on the second interview uh, so yeah but and then some people would come back you could tell they'd put some work in uh, yeah they didn't know it the second interview wasn't the second interview the second interview was would you come back and did you do anything uh, that we asked you to do that's so great yeah so so i think we're gonna have to get creative here there's yeah. a whole lot of people who, who, you know, whether they're just intuitively better or they're using the Google machine to find the right answers, uh, they're getting past your, your standard interview questions. Uh, and and behavior-based questions will help. A skills test just takes it to the next level to make sure that the person that we add is, is, is you know, they're a good fit for your team. They've got the skills that you're looking for and, and any other traits that you've deemed uh, as a priority for that position. And I knew this was going to be a real grab bag, but just defining skill test, right, is uh, is just an adventure as you look at this whole thing. You know, being observed, doing things that you didn't realize was a part of the test, being sat down in front of a computer to navigate some software. I, it, this could go anywhere and everywhere. It, the question is, what kind of person are you looking for? And let's figure out how to find out if this person is really that person. I love mm -hmm. it. Yeah, here's what I want. Is it in there? Not right. just do they tell me it's in there, but I, do I know I can leave for a fact and know that they have that skill or that ability. Beautiful. I love yeah. it. Good stuff. All right. Yeah. Yeah. If you want more ideas. Yeah. We got tons of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We've seen a lot of stuff. By all means, reach out. Uh, and uh, we're always happy to help. Uh, Indeed. Speak, speaking of being happy to help, uh, let's go with our announcer. Genuinely true statement. Yeah, Mr. Wolf, let's see what he's up to today. And there you have it. Another session of contemporaneous extemporizing from Mark and Mike. 
I know it's redundant, but consider who we're talking about. As always, feel free to share the ideas you heard here. No rights are reserved, no permissions needed. Thanks. See you next time on It Doesn't Take a Genius. That's good enough.